Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast. For each week, we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. We are bellied up to the bar today. We have brought with us, and I don't even know what city smoke is in, so we're going to go with a couple of them. We're going to go with the uh, the the goon of the, I don't, fuck, I don't know. We brought with us Justice Smoke. I couldn't come up with any good ones for him. Normally, I have all these great lines and everything. Uh, check your mic here, Justice. I, don't, I, I know you can hear me, but I don't think I'm not hearing you right now. Uh, unplug your unplug your mic for your headset from your your stuff and uh, just go go with the sound on your phone. Let's see if that works. Poor Justice, he you can just see like I guess this is probably what it's like just before a fight. He's all stressed the hell out and everything. You there, Justice? Talk to me for a little bit. You got no sound, brother. He looks good though. I just if you're watching the live, he looks good right now. Now it's showing him, him muted. So let's see. Now he's unmuted. Justice, this is horrible. Are you at the arena right now? That's what makes it so bad. Is like the poor guy. He's completely stressed out. He's at the arena. He's got the heavy bag there. He's ready to go. And and he just can't. He can't get no sound. I, I might be overworking myself, or Nate, but uh. We got to figure this out. Justice, is your phone turned up? Let's try that. It, it's it's not turned. I don't know what's going on. He can't talk to me. Did you beat your phone up? Let's see. Let's start with that. Did you beat your phone up? There's no sound there, brother. I don't know what's going on. I'm checking all my, my levels. Uh, hold on a second. Let's try some. Talk to me, brother. Let's see. Maybe I was... Messing with a level and didn't realize it. Nope, that's all still good. So Justice is trying to fix fix his sound, folks. So while, while Justice is doing that, it, Angie Smoke, Bluetooth attack. Angie says your Bluetooth is... Angie, go find him. He doesn't realize that his Bluetooth is attached to his car and that he's just talking into his car right now. He doesn't realize that. So go help him. I'm assuming you're like... Sister or wife, I don't know, but Angie, go save Justice. So while Justice is getting his sound fixed, we'll go with this real quick. So we bellied up to the bar today. As we always say, we're going to have Justice. We're talking about this internet. I'm too far away. Don't be too far away, Angie. He needs you. Um, we're talking about ice war. So what this is, is uh, it's the only part of hockey that I have any interest in, which is the fighting. Normally for me, hockey is an extremely boring sport. I have no interest in it. Uh, I've been to plenty of hockey uh, games it, it, and they're fine if you're into it. But uh, my, my issue is it's just, it's not exciting for me. That being said, uh, home opener for the Albany Firewolves is this weekend. And I love lacrosse, which it's kind of the same idea, but somebody's actually, uh, let's see here. Nate says sometimes he goes out of stream yard and comes back in and fixes it. Yeah. He's going to, he just popped out. He's trying to get it fixed right now. So uh, what is pretty interesting about this ice wars, though, is it takes the best part of hockey, which is the fighting, and that's it. 
they're in skates, they're on ice, they're in pads, they're in the whole nine yards short of a helmet, and they get the throwing throwing hands out there. Why is my computer? I have this on focus. It's never supposed to do this. I can hear it dinging in my ear right now. So it's got all all those best parts about it going on. So uh, when Justice gets all his stuff fixed, we're going to talk about that as we're getting ready, though. But maybe you got something that you you're supporting, something you're looking looking to uh, get involved in, something that you want some folks to hear about. We can get you all hooked up with that, and you send me a uh, you contact me, and we're going to talk about behind my shoulders here, stickering a cause. Send me a message, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, even our email. It's all the exact same thing. Justice, are you there? Can you hear me? I don't know why you have no sound, brother. Like, for whatever reason, I'm trying to figure out what is going on here. Device not connected. Yeah, he keeps popping back up. So um, the big thing is, is... Um, with sticker and a cause, you contact me, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, all those different platforms. Let me know what it is that you've got going on. I'll give you the address where to send it. You send me your sticker. We put it up on the big board and we let everybody know about what you got happening here. So once again, folks, that's sticker and a cause. But maybe your media seems like it's getting beat up on in the uh, rank and you need to go ahead and upgrade that. Well, we can hit, help you out with that also. And that's all you got to do is contact us here and uh you let me know what you got going on we'll hook you up with media by dibs that's media by dibs d-i-b-s on instagram and on facebook it's media by dibs and if you contact him on uh any other of his platforms you can find him as andrew dibble all right uh let's see here let's see if my man's got it all fixed and we got some smoke smoke show Smoke, can you hear me? Now you're muted. I can see it's muted right now. Talk to me. Nothing. Can you hear me? I cannot hear you. I can see your lips moving. Your lips are doing a lot of work. Uh, Nate, I just sent you a message. Check your, uh, Nate, check your uh, Facebook messenger. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to, as soon as Smoke can get this figured, Nate's going to try to, I'm going to see if Nate can jump on here real quick. We're going to talk a little bit about this. He's a, uh, Smoke's trying to send me messages. I don't know why it's not where I, I don't know either on, on my end. It's, it's saying that you're, you're connected. Um, I am not your tech guy. I hope I'm assuming everybody can, can hear me out there. Um, Nate, as I said, check your uh, Facebook messenger. So we'll see if we can get uh, Nate to come on for a minute. Cause we were talking about some, some other things that him and I got going on. Uh, so we'll get that happening, but, like I said, we're still going to talk about ice wars. We're still going to uh, see what we can get figured out here. If you've ever seen it, I'd love to know if anybody listening to us right now has ever seen it, or if there's anybody else who's ever been a part of ice wars, send me, send me a message. Uh, would love to have you come on while smoke's getting his stuff going. And you can tell me a little bit more about it. Angie, I may have to bring you on and you can tell me about smoke and let me know. Cause I, I don't know if you're a sister or his wife, I, I don't know, but you could tell me a little bit about Smoke and what he was like growing up and uh, what you thought when he first got into these ice wars. So, so, right, Rachel, you say it's amazing. So you've watched it. In a minute here, Rachel, I'm going to find, let's see, where are you watching this at? On Facebook? Uh, 
Let's see if I can find you, Rachel. I'll send you a message. On, oh, she's also so she's the mom. So Angie, you're the mom. That's even better, Angie. I will get you on here. Uh, that's his mama. Everybody's telling me that's his mama. So so Angie, I w- I'm gonna have to. Well, Angie, if I can figure out how to ne- find your son, tell him to send you the link, and I will talk to you about ice wars, and you can tell me what you think about ice wars, because I would love to hear the perspective from a mom about her son fighting this because that's that's an angle nobody ever takes we all talk about the fighters and how they got into it but i don't think anyone's ever talked to a fighter's mom to get their opinion angie you're laughing i will i'm going to send you a message here in a moment and uh if i can find you on facebook i will send you the link and you can jump on here and you can tell me all about watching watching him uh do this and and what your what your feelings were on it let's see if i can find me angie smoke we're gonna check out our facebook messenger here see if i can find angie i found you angie uh so let's let's see oh justice is back justice how about now talk to me talk to me justice justice i'm gonna get your mom on and your mom's just gonna tell me all about it is that good give me a thumbs up if that's good can you hear me at all, Justice? You can't even hear me. Like, don't punch things. He looks like he's ready to punch stuff. <laughs> Look, Angie, you, you, th- <laughs> I like it when people think I'm kidding. Uh, let's see, copy, Angie, message. Uh, let's see, boop. There you go, Angie. If you check your uh, your messenger, you can go ahead and uh, it's it's in your messenger. I can't hear you, brother. I don't understand. Like, I've never, poor guy. He keeps jumping off on and off. Uh, Angie, it's in your, it's in your messenger mailbox. So you can get him and uh, you can jump on and we'll bring you on. And then Rachel, you'll be, you're, you're next on the uh, docket here. I'm going to get everybody come on tonight. These things happen. You know, I give, let's see. Oh, here comes big Nate. Look, you, big Nate's going to come on. Can you hear me, Nate? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, I can hear you. So we're going to see if smoke gets on. So what do you think? So Nate, for those who don't know, Nate, Nate's a good buddy of mine. We play in fantasy football. I beat him often. Um, he, only, <laughs> he only selects kickers all the time. I don't know no, that's kicker. not true. <laughs> just, just accept the fact that, you know, you know, he only, he only takes kickers in all of his plays. Look, Rachel, tell your sister, get on there. I, I sent her the link. We're going to have to wait to see if she jumps on. Uh, she's got it. <laughs> she's going to jump on here with us. But uh, what do you think about this? Like, it's an all-fighting league. It's no, they don't, there's no sticks. There's no hockey being played. It's just in pads, and it's just throwing hands. That sounds awesome. When does that start? So they're up to their third, third one. I think all of them have been done overseas. Uh, if Justice can get on here, we'll find out, or if Angie can get on and tell me. But uh, they've all been done overseas, as far as I know. Oh, here we go. Oh, and Justice. Let's see. Hi, Angie. Hi. Justice, can you hear your mom? Nope. So we know what he needs for Christmas, right, Angie? <laughs> what needs, did I miss? He, the- needs a, he needs a microphone and a, and a headset. So And some uh, working internet. Good, good internet. Well, he's up in, is he up in Michigan? Is that where he's at with the rest of them? Justice? No, he's in Manitoba. Manitoba? Okay. 
Oh, what, now, was was how long has Justice been been playing hockey for? How long? How many years? Uh, about fifteen. So fifteen years of hockey. Was he always? Was he a goon when he was playing? What, like who was he on, on the ice? Um. Well, he started late, but so he was determined to catch up, and then he caught up, and then he became the big kid and just came with being a goon. So he was always a little bit bigger than the other ones on the ice. Yep. Yeah, he was. Now, now, when I think of goons in hockey, the first thing that comes to mind to me is that guy. You know, he can skate. He can he can play a little defense, but really, the coach taps him and goes, "That dude right there is too good. Get out there and take 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 his head off." Yeah. Was, was that Justice? Yeah. Plus, because Justice is a lacrosse player too, right? See, yeah. That is yeah. my people. We're going. Wow. This, we're going this weekend. So we live in Albany. Oh. And nice. and we're going this weekend is the home opener for the fire. Hold on, buddy. Uh, this weekend is the home opener for the Firewolves. Uh, and I've had they started their box season last year, and we've been season ticket holders. I'll, I'll be a season ticket holder as long as I can. Yeah, we love lacrosse. Like. Uh, both our sons play. Justice got into it uh, just because he loved hockey so much. It's so much like hockey in, in a sense, except crazier. Um, and he loves it. So now, now did he play box? Um, yes. Just field. That's yes. even better. Box. That's even better. Yeah. yeah well, you, you would love where we live at in Albany. We actually have the only school district in the United States that has the school district has its own box. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. We're, we're very, we're very into it around here. His uh, young brother, cause we moved further away from where they could play. His younger brother can't play anymore. And his younger brother is actually getting bigger than justice is now. Really? And he's 15. So, so you raise them big. Yep. Yep. You, 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 they, they, they good, good sized paws on them. Good, good, big kids. Huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so as he you know did you ever have i mean obviously he started with lacrosse first and then got it into the hockey piece was there ever a concern as a parent where you were like oh i don't know i mean these, these are more violent sports head knocking any of that kind <laughs> of stuff, or did you feel pretty comfortable with it um i knew i knew what they were getting into but at the same time i don't want to raise victims so i just told them get in there and be strong and play hard and you know, kind of be an asshole, but don't be a full-blown asshole. Angie, this is so for you. So, don't the, be like Sean. Look, I played all the sports I could. I actually was just telling my kids <laughs> yesterday. I was the kid that I didn't play. I, I didn't play sports till high school. I didn't know you could. I didn't know there was anything such as sports before. Like I played soccer, and it, I always thought it was like something they threw little kids out too and then when i got to high school and played football i was kids were like i've been playing since i was nine i was eight and i'm like no you weren't you were a liar they don't have that for kids had no idea had no <laughs> but now my kids we were my five-year-old today we were at wrestling for my five-year-old today you know and he's he's loving it he's having such a good time so yeah. Now, I guess kind of I want to stay with this goon goon line for a minute. And I hope poor Justice, who's watching this, isn't going like, why do they keep calling me a goon? 
Yeah, yeah. Why are they still talking to my mom? <laughs> Why are you still talking to my mom? <laughs> mom's awesome and jumped right on. And all, as every good mom, she said she didn't want you to be a victim. And she wanted to make sure you were taken care of. So mom had your back right away. Yeah. She saved you. She came, she came for the save. Um, look at that. And so Rachel says justice has the fastest knockout in ice wars. I have to pull. I watched some of that. That's like that ice wars ain't no joke. I mean, like they're, they're getting at it, but as a, you know, a parent and you're watching this, when did you realize that that was justice? He, he was that, guy that was going to go out there he was going to be the head knocker he was going to be the the defensive player coming off the bench that the coach was looking for when did you realize that when the like playing hockey when the players would pick on the smaller guy or you know the his buddies or whatever he he wouldn't talk they're not gonna let i'm not gonna let them pick on the guys and i have to step up kind of almost asked my permission mom can i do this but next half Mom, do you mind if I knock this guy out? I'm just, you know, yep. do you mind? Do you mind? Yep, yep, You're okay yep. with me? I'm That's okay. Cool. Just okay. don't touch oh. yourself. That's the only real. <laughs> so, so now the other side to that is, is, you know, you're watching uh, hockey. I tell people all the time, you know, there hockey is a, uh, there's a saying for, for lacrosse and rugby like this, but hockey is a hooligan sport played by rich men. Like hockey's not a cheap sport. I, I try to explain this to people all the time that like you gotta have a couple of nickels together to rough to to play in hockey. You know, you're paying for ice time, you're paying for most of your gear. So knowing that he's doing, you know, you're spending the money to do this, and now all of a sudden he's he's this enforcer, which is probably a better term to use. He's this enforcer on the ice where you kind of like, hold on, I'm I'm spending too much money for all this to happen. Yeah, we have the whole, uh, why are you all sitting in the penalty box? Like, you know, we, we're not paying for you to sit in the penalty box. You can sit at home. We used to say that to him, but but he did defend his players. So, you know, and, and he didn't hold grudges. That was the thing. We're always so proud. He didn't hold grudges after, you know, if he had an issue with someone on the ice, he would leave and, you know, they, he would shake hands with them or, you know, what's up, buddy? Sorry about that. Whatever. He was a good guy. So, so what happened there stayed there. Yep. Yep. Justice, keep, keep to stay on the screen because it's so entertaining. To poor guy, I'm gonna just keep <laughs> on. Just stay on the screen. Just hang out with us. And as mom is saying things, you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, and we'll go with it that. <laughs> can you do that? Can you even hear me? I don't even know if he can hear me. You're muted right now. No matter what you do, bud. You're. You're muted on your end. I can't unmute you. <laughs> I don't know who Derek is. I'm assuming with, with the last that Derek must be somehow related also. That's, dad. Lovely, that's dad. Yeah. Dad just said a good asshole. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's great. So, you know, how far had, did he take his career? Just like the, the pure hockey side of his career. How far was, was he able to go with that? Um, just played with the, basically stayed in the rec, but he always played like he just, but he all, he never really, he never played about playing in upper higher levels. Like, I don't even remember him trying out maybe once, but he never worried about it. He just wanted to play. Just enjoyed playing hockey. Yeah. I got the whole smoke. Look, we're and smoking it out today. We're smoking it out today. I just want you to know that I even got Alvin. 
Yep. That's a uncle. Is that an uncle? Yep. We're just smoking it out. So, so Angie, you're the celebrity today. So this is your show. Okay. You've taken over. This is the Angie smoke show. Um, <laughs> which would be, which would be a phenomenal name for a podcast. I just want you to know that I, I would purely stop, even if it was just for once to figure out what a podcast called the smoke show would be. So you might Sean came up with the idea. I'm I'm here. It's an idea. We're working with it. Um, so you know how they actually contacted uh Justice to like like how did they find him even for this? Did he audition? Uh he was in contact with AJ. Okay. And now who's AJ? AJ Galante. He's um I believe he is one of the partial owners, but don't quote me. But uh, he's very big and in, involved. Like, he's right up there. Now, rumor has it that one of the owners has ties to, um, let's say, Italian families. Mm. I'm, not try- I'm not trying to have cement shoes on. Um, I'm not trying to uh, sleep with any fishes. <laughs> uh, have, you, have you heard any of those rumors? There's always rumors. I don't believe rumors. That's all right. So, I mean, that's what I had heard, you know, yeah. and Rachel's, Rachel's already ready to be your first guest. Uh, okay, good. So you're, you're already, we're, we're already there. We've got good. your name. Yep. We've got your first guest. Okay. Al, Alvin's already, you know, Alvin's going to listen. So is Derek. So, I mean, <laughs> if you need help booking, I'm available. Look at that. Nate's going to book your show for you. Okay, good. So, so we're into that. So what was your reaction then when you heard like, Hey mom, I'm gonna go ahead and put on skates and not play hockey and just try to beat people up. Like, what was your reaction to that? Um, we were actually at a hockey tournament he was playing in, and he came and showed me the text and told me about it. And I said, "What is what is like?" And he told me about it. And I said, "Is this real? Like, are you joking with me?" And he says, "No." And I said, "So you're gonna go fight on ice?" <laughs> yeah. And so that's wicked. I gotta watch this. So I actually like he I've watched him playing hockey and he does it in hockey. And but no, I'm just going there just to fight. I'm not a whole That's wild. Okay. okay. Supportive and whatever. So I just said, okay, well, go ahead, see what you can do. So do you know like, is it, is it a purse situation? Obviously, I know it's, you know, we're not talking about Vegas. We're not talking about, you know, UFC and Dana White type type money or anything like that. But how is, do you know how the prizes are set up on any of this? Mm, I know when the tournament happens, there is a prize. And, you know, when like, I probably Constellation and stuff. Like, you have to win so many fights to be in money, probably, from what I remember. Um, and then... I think when they have a, like a single bout match, it's it's just a pay on that match. Okay, so each individual fight has its own purse. It's not for the tournament, or it, and because that was more my my kind of confusion. I saw I saw him fight, and I saw his like the points popped up. He had like two hundred points mm-hmm. uh, pop up, and I wasn't quite sure how the scoring system worked. If it was a, a bracketed tournament, what actually was going on there? Do you, how does all that part of it work? I don't know. I think it works a lot like how the UFC is scoring. Um, okay. 
and then it scores so them. Mixed martial arts on ice? Yeah. Kind of. More combat sports on ice. That sounds awesome. So now, now Rachel brings this up, and I was going to ask this same question. What was it like watching that uh, that first fight? Like, were you there live, or was it streamed? What was it like seeing the first time he he skated out there to, to throw hands? I was at home. I decided to stay home. Um, it was the worst decision I made because I was just throwing up and crying before the match. Oh, oh. I didn't know what it was. I had no idea he was the first match. I wasn't even going to be able to watch a match before him. It was just, he was the first match. Oh. I had so no it's more nerves. Yeah, I was nervous. I thought, like, how bad is this going to be? And then when I watched, I was like, oh, okay, I've watched him do this lots. And I was okay. And then he, he texted me shortly after the fight and said, Mom, I'm good. And I'm like, okay, good. And I was like, that was the most important thing was, was hearing that that he was okay and, and that that he was he was good with it. Yeah, I mean, and, you're your baby, you're always gonna worry. That's right. And we went, we so I went to the second fight, the tournament, and um, it was amazing being there. Like it, and I I can't even the way I would explain it to someone that's from Madison, I would tell them um, it's like a social, but the fights are the action. But you're from. You would know what a social is. So, um, a reception, big drunken yeah. reception. Yeah, like I, I get. You know, everybody's kind of hanging out, talking and whatnot, and and having a few beverages, having a good time. And then somebody goes, "Hey, hold on, D- yeah. cousin, cousin, cousin Joe and cousin <laughs> Steve are about to beat each other's ass here in a minute. Hold on a second. Give, yep, give it a moment. And then everybody watches watches the cousin beat everybody up, uh, and then it's done. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And that's, that's what it's like. It was, it was, the atmosphere was crazy, but it was a poor, lot of poor justice. He's messaging me right now, brother. I, I, I feel for you. I don't know if you're watching the live or not, but uh, you can jump on the live or uh, let's see if I say watch the live. His mom came through strong for him now. You can, you can interact. I'm just letting him know. Uh, he he keeps trying to jump on and I, and I feel so bad for him. Can you hear me now, Justice? Yeah, I can hear me. Oh, nice. yeah, let's go. Let's go. All right, Nate. You know I love you, brother. The screen's crowded. I'm a, I'm gonna uh, see you, brother. I love you, man. Thank you for everything. No problem. All right. About time it works. All right, so Mom. Nate's out here. Do you want us to hang out, Mom, or are you done? I can let justice. You can hang, Mom. You've been you've been quite good. You at can that. do whatever you want, but I just need to celebrate for that. <laughs> look, look at him. Make me proud. Is that like a white claw? Are you are you just getting a white? No, claw? it's the but the Bud Light Apple. Oh, that, oh my God! Do you sit down? <laughs> your mom's here, and I feel like I can't say stuff. I was gonna pause <laughs> your chops just now till till I realized wait a second, that's his mom. Okay. Yeah. Well, mom held down the fort for you. Yeah, I, can I saw that. Honestly, I can honestly say that I, you know, I put your mom on the level of my own. That I know mine would have my back. Your mom jumped right in. I sent her the link. She was like, "I got this. Don't worry about it. I got my baby. He's all good." 
So, mom, mom, Greg, so we're good. Look, this is for your mom. You know, I got tiger blood, man. She's got tiger blood. Oh, yeah. So, brother, welcome to the show. Let's see if I can try to do this right now. He's a smoke show of his own. He's bringing it to the house. He's got, you know, he's trying to do his best Ronnie Garvin impression. That's for us old folks because with the hands of stone, we've got with us coming live from Manitoba. I just figured out. I know where he was. I was going to try to figure that out. Brought to us live from Manitoba. We got us some justice smoke. <laughs> Look, you get the show open at some point here. Oh, yeah. About so, time. So, brother, I got kind of mom's rundown of, of everything. And uh, she told me how, like, you were you were the, the defender of the uh, defender of the small and the weak and, and everything else is how you kind of became the enforcer out there. And what do you prefer? Do you like being called a goon or do you like being called an enforcer? Uh, I'm, honestly, I don't really, it doesn't matter to me. I, uh, give, me give me a like. I need a like. I don't know. I like to be called a goon, but then some guys don't like that. So it's kind of the new, the new word for everybody's enforcer. So I guess that's what I stick with most of the time. But I am a goon. I'm... Yeah, again, there's another way to put it. So now, you know, mom was saying that, you know, you kind of got into that role because of seeing these things and all this go going down. Um, all that being said, uh, for you, um, what was it about, you know, going out there and doing those things that really attracted you? Like, like you weren't. Because some guys, it's still hockey, you know, everybody's got a little size on them. Everybody, you know, is out there. It's, it, it's, a, it's a sport that we all know people throw hands. But what was it about it that you were like, nah, I've got to go out there and I've got to, you know, enforce for this? Honestly, a big part of it was I was never a big goal scorer. So if I wasn't good, if I was going to be on the ice, I was going to make it worth it. And I was going to do a part of the team and I was going to do something at a role either way. If I wasn't going to score goals, I was going to be knocking people down and then scrapping them if I had to. Love it. You sound like you should, you belong on the show, Shorty. I just want you <laughs> to know that. You, you so have that sound to you. Do you watch Shorty? Oh, yeah. I, I finished all the seasons. They're good. I love it. Between Letterkenny and Shorty, I've saw the Letterkenny live. If you haven't done live yet, yeah. uh, you got to do it. Nate and Nate jumped in and brother, I, I appreciate, you You know, I got a lot of love for you. Nate is my man. He's got a good question for you. What is your favorite celebration food? Winning a game, winning a fight. What is it? What is that food that you got to have afterwards? Uh, that's actually a sick question. Um, lately it's been pizza. I eat pizza. Like even at ice wars too, I have to do a 35 pound cut and, uh, as soon as my way and finished, I my team actually went to Pizza Hut and brought me pizza back, so that when I ha- yeah, so basically when I was done weighing in, I could go straight to eating pizza again, and I had one slice or a couple slices or whatever. But after that, I was back to eating clean till after my fights. But definitely pizza now. If you ask younger me, it would definitely be uh, cheeseburgers for sure. Now pizza, pineapple, yes or no? No, never, never. Oh, never, never, never. I love pineapple on pizza. There's a little chubby fat kid in my soul that loves it. Bacon and bacon, pineapple and, and uh, ham on a pizza. I'm loving every minute of it. Uh, and, and I'm assuming Rachel is your aunt. Rachel, aunt Rachel was holding it down for your uh, for your mom also. Yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, that's my auntie Rachel. Cheers to her. Uh, Ange, I don't know if you, you walked away or you're just listening to us. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take you off the live. So it's just gonna be Justice and I. But thank you so much 
Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, I got something special for you after the show. I'll send out to you. I'll get the information from Justice there. Uh, let's see. So it's just you and me now, brother. Perfect. Oh, you lost me. I, I can't. What just happened? Uh, Justice, come back. Come back, come back, come back. Justice, that was Justice. I don't know what's happening with my wife. That was my on my end, brother. Something, oh, uh, is it okay? That's on my end. Something's going on. All yeah, no worries. Just I'll just keep here. With my Wi-Fi, uh, I don't know what's happening here. Yeah, oh, it's still going, brother. Something's happening to my perfect. This is karma right now for a moment. For some reason, we finally got your sound working right. And now my Wi-Fi wants, wants to jack up the entire time. So stick with us, folks. I, I'm having Wi-Fi issues, which I never, ever have. Uh, <laughs> I, I need, My wife's like, every. I think it's on. Yes, the Wi-Fi. Yes, Wi-Fi is on. I need everyone to get off it this is this is the kind of thing where you spend more money than i know what to do with on wi-fi with routers all over my house to to network it and then i should never have this problem never <laughs> i'm a big gamer i have the same problem uh, what 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 are you into right now call of duty. COD. yeah call of duty yeah nhl uh i just finished the the lot the uh campaign for call of duty and working on uh god of war ragnarok right now not bad yeah, no, i play a lot go ahead I love god of war i love it i honestly don't think i've ever really played god of war bro god of war is the most squirrel game out there like you're in the middle of these campaigns uh and next thing you know it just they're like a ghost pops up and is like hey i lost my son while treasure hunting can you find him you're like, yeah, yeah, I can find him. And like, you're through like all kinds of other shit. Nate, I, it might be you, Nate. You, you're, you want to get into all this paranormal shit. Now my Wi Fi is jacking up. Anytime we talk <laughs> about paranormal, my Wi Fi jacks up. So, uh, some of the things I was ask, asking your mom about, things I was curious about uh, for you and, and with all this was so, was there ever, you know, other than playing like, rec league hockey was there ever a plan like hey maybe i could play minor league maybe i want to get into this you said you weren't a big goal scorer but 
you know, were you a strong defensive player? You know, what, what were your thoughts there? Uh, no, most of the time I'd go on the ice and the first thing I want to do is run somebody. Um, <laughs> and then after that, normally a few other players would come in and try to fight with me. So, uh, yeah, that was always my mindset was get on the ice, run somebody, make the crowd either happy or mad or whatever. As long as there was a reaction, I didn't care. Um, play minor league or any professional? No, I never really thought about it. Uh, like I said, I'm not a goal scorer. Uh, fighting wise, I'm I'm good at fighting. I'm good at being a goon, but I would always I'd rather I'd rather fight like any type of other fighting, like MMA or going to actual fighting, than I would play hockey. So now the other thing I found out was uh, you're a lacrosse guy. Oh yeah. Who who's your favorite? Right now it's probably Saskatchewan Rush. Uh, yeah. So I will be Saturday at 7 p.m. Uh, at the Albany Firewolves uh, home opener. We're, we're season ticket holders for nice. uh, for that. So now comparing the two, you played. Bo- I heard you played box. Yeah. Played hockey. Yeah. It sounds like I think I already know the answer, but uh, which one would you prefer to play if you were going to play one of them? Oh, I, uh, I in, actually in lacrosse, I always plan to go professional or do some kind of semi-pro or anything. Um, I was actually a goal scorer in lacrosse, more like even more than a goon. But when it came down to it, I was fighting, I was scoring, I was, I, I did everything on the floor. It was good. I uh, yeah, that was that was my big goal was to go professional in that more than anything. I didn't plan to go professional in fighting or hockey or anything. It was just happened to be this. Now, so what happened to the professional for the lacrosse? I I live in Manitoba, Manitoba lacrosse. Kind of after junior, there's nothing, absolutely nothing. If you don't uh, get picked up or drafted or anything, and even to get drafted out of Manitoba is pretty pretty crazy. Uh, I've only known probably two players or one player to go anywhere besides Manitoba to play somewhere else. So so there was no no getting out of that part of Canada, going somewhere else, and you know even. Well, so, I mean, Manitoba is, is it Quebec province? What province is it? Uh, well, Manitoba is the province. Beside that, would oh, be Ontario. The province. So, I, look, I'm not, an, I don't mean to sound like an asshole. I don't know. Yeah. Canada. So if you, if you go east of us, it's Ontario. If you go west of us, it's Saskatchewan. Okay. So, cause I was, I was thinking like, I mean, I know Toronto has got a lot of programs. Yeah. Uh, cause it's so close to Toronto and, and the Montreal area. Uh, has plenty of programs because there's so, obviously it is the Canadian national sport is box. We, yeah. we talk about this often. I bust Dibs's chops all the time about this shit. Where I'm like, I, lacrosse is way better, and he's like, I'm always like, lacrosse is way better than hockey. He's like, you're out of your mind. I'm like, listen to me. I we can all, none of us have to buy my. I can put my sneakers on and put my tennis shoes on and go run outside and I can go play lacrosse. You know. Yeah, half the time I didn't. I barely wore half the equipment when I played. I just wore yeah. chest protector. You need kicker pad. You, you wore kickers pads. Yeah, exactly. And a pair and a pair of shorts and a pair of basketball shorts, and you're set. You're oh, ready yeah. to go. I'm sorry, left turn. I know we're supposed to be talking about ice words, but I could talk lacrosse all day. I actually here's one for you. I watched Gary and Paul Gates play live for the Philadelphia Wings and the Baltimore Thunder. Shit, like bro, that I would have been I, good game, bro. And this is when they played opposite of each other. Yeah. At one point in time, they both played for the wings together. Yeah. And nothing like watching it. Nothing in in the, in the world. So, so you're 
you're you're doing this and now i heard you were at a tournament and all of a sudden you get the offer to go do this and, and to join ice wars international was there a tryout did they did you have to submit tapes how how did they even know who you were like you said you're, you're playing rec rec league hockey just you know being that enforcer that goon how did they even find you uh basically I, like as soon as i seen uh i've had a few like i had buddies and just people that i played hockey with uh fan, like people who came and watched us would send me links to this ice horse thing that was coming and uh basically i just hopped on it one day i checked it out i had none of the credentials that they asked for i was not professional i was not anything in hockey i'm probably one of the shittiest players i've no uh like I, like I can skate i can dangle a little bit but i mean you put me past two guys i'm not dangling again i lost my wind um yeah i'm not doing anything else i have the same two moves and that's it um so basically i hyped myself up in an email i sent to them and i said like i can fight i'll fight anybody i don't care who you are i don't care how big the guy is you ask me to fight is like I'll, i'm not scared of anybody and uh I basically just made a fight resume. Honestly, that's literally what I would, that's what I call it. And uh, I sent some videos in of me fighting and uh, I sent like three videos. And I was like, if you guys want more, like I have like, I don't know, a few more that are recorded. If that's what you guys need, like, just let me know. So uh, basically about uh, two weeks later, I got about an email back and they said, Hey, send me another video of you fighting. So I sent one back and I just said, like there you go this is probably the best video to have of me fighting that's like clear and it's clean and um yeah they emailed me back about five days later and he was like man i love the way you fight you're old school this and that and uh he's like you he's like you ever play pro or anything or play or ever play past junior and i was like play res i play res hockey and res hockey is aggressive like res hockey to me is fat like a faster than a lot of most leagues it's fast and uh the guys that play and fight are fucking goons, man. They're is everybody's a goon. Yeah, most guys are goons, man. Like it's crazy. Like you go out there and yeah, like you you're playing hard for like you're playing like it's for the championship every game. And there's like hacking, there's cross checking. People are getting mad and shredding the gloves. And whether you like it or not, you're going. They don't care how big you are, how small you are. They just go. Your your uncle Alvin's all about it. He he's oh yeah, my uncle Alvin's one of my coaches for that league. So it's well, he knows what's up. so so again, like I said, not not a, didn't grow up playing hockey, didn't grow up watching hockey. Where I grew up in Baltimore, we just didn't have it. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. So, like, compare and my my closest understanding of res hockey would be like it's it's Shorzy, it's Letter Kenny. It is it is it like that when they're always like you know. Hey, we got to play the res and they're like, yeah, that, those dudes, like those are big dudes. You better be ready. Is it, is it really at that level or is that more, I mean, obviously it's a TV show. so it's going to be over the oh, top. Yeah. Uh, depends what reserve you play against. Like there's, there's some crazy players on each reserve. Like every reserve has the one couple all-stars or whatever. Um, but like playing against a reserve team, even when I played for just teams in out of Winnipeg and we had to play like, a reserve called Seging, they would always be so scared to play them because they were so aggressive and like aggressive to the point where it wasn't dirty, but it was like borderline dirty. Um, but dude, those guys were all stars too. Like they could pass behind the back without looking. Like, oh, oh like the Grez players, like they're, they're super aggressive to the point where it's it's pretty much dirty, but it's not. 
And I what uh, you're saying, like there, it's right there on that cusp where, yeah. you're, where you're like, I can't believe that guy did that, but it was legal. Yeah, but it was 100%. legal, and that's where I come into play, and I'm like, hey, that was legal, but you fucking did that. That you did that move, like. Yeah. I guess I gotta I gotta beat you up now. I mean, no, it's not personal. I mean, I just it, you know I gotta beat you up. It's just... man. Most of the time, I tell the guys, I just got told to fight you, so I'm gonna fight you. Drop your mitts and let's go. That's so great. So now, how did you even, you know? So like you said, I'm hearing you. You know, it's not like you had boxing training. You guys aren't doing MMA, double leg takedowns and shit like that. You know, so how did you even prepare? To, to train for something like this? Well, before I did, before I started Ice Wars, like before my first event, I was actually training for, I was training Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, BJJ. And uh, I was doing that for about, I think it was about four or five months. And I was going probably about four days a week. And uh, yeah, like um, did that for about four to five months. And then after that, I basically got into this. They gave me the go ahead. They told me that I was fighting uh they told me the guy I was fighting was much bigger than me so for training wise I, I asked my coach that at the MMA gym I was at um Winnipeg Academy of Mixed Martial Arts and um I was like can you train me for this is there anything you can tell me is there tips and he straight up told me I'm not a fight I'm not a, I'm not a hockey fighter I'm not a goon I can't skate fine I'm, I'm sorry but you're gonna have to find someone else to train you for this really yeah so, which I completely respect him for that. I'm happy yeah. he didn't put me way over my head with him. And I'm happy he didn't teach me things that wouldn't help. And uh, I basically threw on Facebook, I'm looking for someone to train me for this thing. Uh, I, I, I mean, I know how to fight. Like at the end of the day, it comes down to what you know and what just happens. And, uh, but basically I had a family friend reach out. She messaged me and said, Hey, I know this guy that's done this before. And um I can hook you up with him and he can talk to you. And if he wants to train you or whatever you, whatever you can get out of it, get out of it. And uh, so, yeah, she ended up messaging, putting us in a group chat and we talked for about two days. He looked over my contract and uh, he's like, no, that's a standard fight contract. And okay. um, that's huge right there. Cause I was going to ask you about that. Like looking at the contract stuff, especially with this being a newer league, like how does that stuff work out? But so this guy looked it over, he said it was standard deal. Yeah. So then, and I was nervous because the, the fight contract's long, man. It's pages on pages. It's it's crazy. You're signing every single page. And, like, me personally, it's like I didn't know what half that meant or said. So I was just, like, signing, signing, signing. The party asked the third party to be in the first party, second party. And then we're all going to party together. Exactly. So then, uh, yeah, I messaged him, told, like, whatever he talked about the fight contract. And uh, he told me I live in Winnipeg, which is 35 minutes north of me. And uh, he's like, I've done this before. I was on Ice Warriors and uh, Battle of the Enforcers, which is the old version of this. Oh, so there was something before. I didn't even realize yeah. there was something before this. Yeah, there was two events before this. There was Ice Warriors and then Battle of the Enforcers. So there was they were put on by different people. Um, this is ran by new people, completely, obviously better and just perfected, basically. And on their way, uh, just keeps going. And uh Basically, yeah, he, so he told me that, I look, I, and I had a good idea of who he was already. He played professional hockey, and uh, yeah, I, 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 checked him, I looked him over, he, and in general, I was stoked that someone wanted to train me for this, so I was like, that, and that someone knew what they were going to train me for. So That's he told you. me, yeah, so he told me he had a gym that I could train at out of Winnipeg. Uh, it was EAT gym. 
out of Winnipeg, Manitoba. And I think it was, I had about two months or about a month and a half before I went to my actual event. So every single day we were there, or if the gym was closed, we got the keys for it. They would open it for us. We'd train for hours. If we couldn't get into the gym, we were training literally at the park or in this dude's basement. And I was just like, like, man, we were training every day as hard as we could. And like, there's days where I just didn't want to do it, or I just told myself, you're not going today. And I was like, just tell yourself you need the rest. And uh, he messaged me every day, you're coming today. And I was like, okay, sounds good. I'll be the coach. And oh, uh, shit, man, we did every day for about a, about three days out. And uh, about three days out, we did our little tune-ups and we did good. And uh, I headed off to Enoch. Other than that, uh, yeah, he's so, his name was Jason Bone. He's still my coach. I talk to him every every day, basically. And we talk about the new plans and what the game plan is, what I'm cutting with, too. And yeah, everything. And uh, man, he's dedicated to this. It's nice. It's it's nice to have someone that's like behind my back and who's got me. Well, well that's, I, I mean, it had to be such an advantage that you had someone who understood the sport and it is a sport. I mean, I know people are out there. Oh, it's a novelty. It's a sad. It's a sport. If boxing is a sport, if lacrosse is a sport, if hockey is a sport, it's a sport. Let's call it what it is. If I can go out and go fishing and you can call it sport, you know, oh, yeah. this, this is a sport. And, and I like the fact that your uncle Alvin says you listen. Well, it means you're coachable. And there's nothing like a, a person with a little bit of talent, but a high level of coachability it will always go further than a person with a whole lot of talent and doesn't know how to shut the hell up and listen. Uh, so that's impressive. So, you know, and I know we're coming up on Ice Wars 3, correct? That- yeah, Ice Wars 3. Uh, now, is that one going overseas or something like that? It's going to the States. We had the first two okay. in Edmonton, so it's going to the States side now, which is good. So now where is that one going to be at in the States? Uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming is where this one will be. Yeah. So uh, big uh, PBR, professional bull riding area. Uh, So they're going to be all over this shit. They're going to love that out there. So what was it, you know, so you're coming out on the ice. You know, this is your first real true professional fight. There's no amateur league for this. It's, It's either this or nothing. So what was it like when you first skated out there and uh, you knew it was time to knuckle up? What was that feeling like? Well, coming out, because you do the walkout, and uh, the guy I was fighting was, I believe, 30 pounds heavier than me. Big boy. Yeah, so he was a big boy. And uh, believe it or not, we all basically get dressed in the same room. So we're all sitting across from each other, tying our skates and, you know, getting in your head, staring at each other. Yeah. everything and uh coming out before we're standing side by side and we're kind of just talking and i was like you ready to go like we're gonna go at center ice and we're gonna like we're gonna bang and he's like yeah let's go so he goes out does his thing and then uh stepping on the ice it's crazy dude the, you you can barely see the crowd because the lights are so bright and uh all you they see draw, is cameras what was the draw for the crowd it's good it's good it's nice man it, the coming out the vibe is either they, they boo you or they cheer you on and either way, I like I just personally like reactions, so I don't care if you boo me, I don't care if you cheer me on. As long as you're yelling something, I'm happy, and I think it's funny. <laughs> and uh, yeah, coming out, it's yeah, they were all pumped that I was full. I, I was a Canadian boy, so they were cheering me on. And um, 
which in the pay-per-view they they t- they tune that up down a lot because it's crazy um all the, the cheer all, the crowd. yeah they they tune the crowd down a lot which is i mean you which is what you want you don't want a loud crowd like that in the on the pay-per-view you want to hear the announcers but uh stepping on that ice it's crazy you you see him the guy you're fighting and you see the refs and that's literally it oh. it's so bright it's yeah, it's warm because the lights are on you. You're wearing full equipment. I wear a Britney Spears cut off under under my gear because I think it's yes. funny to beat. I think it's funny to beat somebody up in a Britney Spears shirt. Oh, it's so great. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a, it's very different than fighting on the ice at an actual game. A game is quick and easy. It's twenty seconds if you're lucky. Right. First, as soon as a guy goes down, yeah. refs are jumping in. You know, it's. Yeah, and it's nobody getting back up and throwing hands again on the ice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like no one's getting back up, and in this res league, they they basically or this res hockey, they basically you know once you're down, you're down. You're not you're right. not getting back up. So so well, mom's over here saying you she's she's doting on you a little bit. She said since you were about seventeen, you started dropping a lot of weight, getting smart on your eating and your training, really taking it ser- seriously. That's that's pretty impressive. And, yeah, and, and your aunt Rachel. One has, has multiple times. Aunt Rachel, I got it. He's got the fastest knockout. He did it in nine seconds. <laughs> I understand. He found the guy's button and he teed it off. Uh, I got you, Aunt Rachel. I won't let this go. We uh, know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, when I was 17, uh, the heaviest I've ever been was 350 pounds. No, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I was a heavy, heavy boy. Uh, I was pushing oh. 350 to 360. You weren't on skates. You were on sleds. Oh, yeah, bro. Holy was, shit. And, uh, yeah, I was a big boy, but I was very, very sick without knowing. Um, I would wake up sick every day. I just had stomach problems. My head hurt all the time. Um, I couldn't really go to work a lot because I, I just didn't feel good. I just All I could do is lay in bed and just feel like ass. And... Uh, yeah, they couldn't really figure anything out. So basically, I went to get tested for a few things, and they found a spot on my liver. And they were like, you're going to have to go for more tests, and this and that. And before that, I was younger, so I didn't really care what I ate. I just loved eating crap. I loved eating. I drank prop Man, I used to drink three Slurpees a day. Um, Ooh. Yeah, like in my school, I was known as that the Slurpee guy, like... I would skip class, go get a Slurpee and come back for the next class and then walk in with a Slurpee. And uh, yeah, so I, I was super, I was super unhealthy and uh, basically couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And one day I woke up and I just told myself, you're not doing like, you're not eating like, like you're not eating like this anymore. You're not, uh, you're going to, you're going to be active. You're going to do things. And uh, I landscaped for about four or five years and I was heavy into it, like to the point where we were um, doing like, rich people's houses and million dollar houses like yards and whatever and i was building stuff but i but i was so gassed at the end of it that i just like i felt like i felt sick at every end of it at the end of every shift and um yeah so i changed my eating i got a i got a, a membership of planet fitness in winnipeg and uh, every day i dedicated man 15 minutes i was like you're gonna go to the gym and you're gonna run for 15 minutes and uh i did that for about five months and i lost or no, I shouldn't say that. I did it for about two months and I lost like 20 something pounds just from 15 minutes a day, just running. And that's all I did. Felt good. And 
yeah but to me i was landscaping so I, I live 35 minutes south so to me going to the gym i would do the 15 minutes of hell and then i would get the shower going with my buddies in winnipeg after so to me it was a win-win like it was just like you're, you're yeah, doing something you're with some buddies yeah so you're you're doing something healthy you get the shower you hang with your buddies you don't have to sit there all dirty um so i did that for about two months and, I, and then honestly after that i realized i have I get like a runner's high. I get this feeling of, I love the gym. Like I love being there. I love walking in and seeing people that I seen yesterday because I went at the same time. And uh, after that, it was an hour at the gym every day. And it got to the point where I was at the gym for probably about three hours a day for shit, I don't know, three years probably. And uh, yeah, I would be at the gym for three hours a day, probably just cardio, weights, cardio, massage bed, like stretch like everything and uh, yeah and i ended up losing about i think it was about 120 pounds in the first year and i went down to about 180 179 was the lowest i ever been holy after shit. i cut how tall and, are you? six one six one 179 brother that is that is a serious thin fighting weight right there oh it's yeah it was i was i was skinny i was pale i didn't feel great um, you were on the other end of it yeah seriously and uh i basically d- developed this eating habit of eating as low as you can and staying in the calorie deficit but i i didn't know too much about the calories you're supposed to be at so i ended up honestly teaching myself about the gym calorie wise how much you're supposed to eat when you're gaining weight losing weight gaining muscle and uh, I bulked back up to about 205. And 205 is... 205, 205, 61. Man, that's perfect damn near. Yeah. And, like, right now, like, even even my walking weight after my fights, I'm... Right now, I'm sitting 225, but I'm eating pizza and just crap as much as, like, as much as I can because I know I'm going back into the grind. But but you're still you're still working out. You're still going to the gym. You're still doing all those things. Oh, yeah. I work out twice a day still. I go hit, I go hit weights, hit cardio, and then do boxing after. It's amazing, you know, I never went to that level. I worked out a whole hell of a lot throughout my life. Uh, but it's amazing how when you get to that point where you know this workout that I'm doing allows me to eat the shit that I really want to eat. Exactly. Yeah, and it's such an amazing feeling. Brother, so that's wild. So, uh, so, you, so you're going into Ice Wars 3. Uh, who are we fighting? Who, who, we ta- who do we need to have? heckle right now and go ahead and, and put on blast with honestly everybody. i'm not sure who i'm, I'm not even what? sure who i'm fighting yet i'm not, i have no idea who i'm fighting yet all i got told was you're coming back to ice force three you're fighting um how do you prepare be, for a fight like that fucking train hard no matter what train for the hardest guy possible got it all right fair enough i'll get look fair enough I mean, but I would think, I mean, because most pro fighters, they, they know, hey, I'm fighting this person, I'm fighting that one. I can see their styling. I can see what they've been doing. Uh, to me, yeah. I'm probably, like, well, I'll be doing a single match bout. I know that for sure. So I won't be in the tournament. So the weight class doesn't have to be cruiserweight. The weight class can, like, I can fight anyone at any weight pretty much. But my, my stats will stay in cruiserweight. Gotcha. Now, do you so, want to fight the tournament side? I actually asked multiple times to cut down, and I was like, "If it's if it's a because I know the weight class under me is one seventy five, and then the weight class above me is two five uh, two hundred five plus, which I could just do no matter what." 
and uh, the super heavyweight's 235 plus. And uh, I told him, I'm 220 right now. I can cut, I can gain, whatever you guys need me to whatever do. Whatever you I, need. I'll be there and I can do it. And uh, they're asking me, like, you'll cut the 175. That's like how many pounds? And I was like, it's doable though. It's doable. It's four and a half pounds a month. It's four and a half pounds or four and a half pounds a week. I mean, and well, four and uh, a half pounds a week is, is not necessarily healthy. We're going to go with that for a moment here. But it's, it's yeah. not. It's not great for you. No, um, no. But I feel like with the diet that I'm on, I'm on nothing strict. I'm eating pizza, man, three days a week. And if I change that just to my strict diet that I normally do when I do fight camps, I'll cut probably 20 pounds in two weeks. Completely sidebar left turn. Can I get smoked meat on a pizza in Canada? I don't know. I've never actually, though, that's a good idea. I never thought about that, actually. I love that would smoke. be good. I love smoked meat, too. It's good. Like, I've spent some time in, in uh, Montreal because uh, I worked for the railroad. So yeah. I spent some time out there, and I always got poutine with smoked meat because I like okay. it. And uh, now now you got me thinking, like, pizza with smoked meat. And, folks, that if you've never had smoked meat, it's, it's kind of like pastrami. But, but way better. Yeah, uh, it's. I will just go. It's kind of like pastrami. Just like the process is almost exactly the same. Yeah, the curing pro the, the curing process is the same, but it actually gets smoked. But it's it's pretty impressive. I'm almost sure it's pastrami that it's like. So so we got this fight coming up. You know, we're we're prepping for that. We're getting ready. If I wanted to watch this now, I know they're pay per view events. Yeah. Um, and Nate, I know you probably got some way I can sneak this through. I know you. Poop. Oh, poop. Look, Derek, Dad, listen to me. I've had some pulled pork pizza before, and I'm with you on this. I like. But the question is, is what what style have you ever had Carolina pulled pork? Uh, that is a vinegar based pulled pork. Very very good. If you've never had it, I highly recommend it. Uh, definitely a good one. Uh, smoked barbecue chicken pizza. Look, we're getting them all right now. We're getting them all. Probably one of the, the funkiest I ever had was um, if you've ever had a seafood pizza, that it's amazing till you smell it. And then you're like, <laughs> uh, Aunt Rachel's Montreal smoked meat pizza with barbecue sauce here in Edmonton. Look, I mean, I, she, I, where it's she, at. She, she found the smoked meat pizza. Cajun, that's a new one. I've never had Cajun pizza. Uh, Danielle says pulled pork poutine is. I would, I would, I think I may have had it, but I'm just telling you right now, if I haven't, I would crush on that. And I have a weird connection to poutine. So, where I grew up at in Baltimore, we just had gravy fries, we just didn't put uh, we just didn't put the uh, the cheese, the cheese curds on there, but I grew up on gravy fries. That's a big Baltimore thing. And then somebody said, we can put some funky cheese on there too. Well, sign me up for that shit. I'm all about it. I'm such a plain eater. I don't eat anything on my food. Nothing? Nothing, man. Nothing. I don't eat ketchup. I don't eat mustard. No condiments. Pizzas, all the strictly meat pizzas. How do I mute you again? About <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah, I don't like anything. Even like chip-wise, like I, it's plain, man. Do you guys eat ketchup up. chips up there? What? Not in Canada have ketchup chips. Yeah, we do, yeah. I don't eat them, though. That's not a states thing. Like that's a weird one. It's so, gross. So, uh, you need to try Indian taco. Hold on. Oh, 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 yeah. Rachel, what? 
Now, look, there's a fat, I told you already once, there's a fat kid that lives in my soul. What on God's green earth is, is an Indian taco? And Derek, lo I, I love fries and mayo too. I think fries and mayo are good. That's, That's a very European thing. But uh, I'm, I'm up right now. Holy justice, what the hell is an Indian taco? So an Indian taco is your normal taco toppings, your normal meat, your cheese, whatever. But it's on bannock. You put it on top of bannock. And instead of your shell, it's just on fry bread. Oh, fry bread. Okay. I know what fry bread is. I've never heard the yeah. term panic, but I know what fry bread is. Yeah. So fry bread. And uh, man, it's like, I, I'm a big taco guy. Actually, I'll show you. After. I'll show you at the end of this interview. I have a taco on my bicep. And uh, that's my only tattoo. And um, yeah, that's my favorite taco is an Indian taco. It's that's yeah, so it's good. So I'm a, I love tacos. We have a spot here by me. Hey, welcome to Food Hour. We went from hockey to food. I don't care because it's my show and I can do that. But uh, we have a taco spot by me. Have you ever had? Uh, and I'm pronouncing it right wrong because I can't pronounce anything. Uh, burria, a burria taco with consum, burria consum. No. I call them dippy tacos. So these are tacos where the outside of it has been fried. Well, on the on the flat iron with like a cheese and just color and it's shredded beef with a little bit with another cheese in it and then they give you a sauce that's like a soup that you dip the taco into like a french dip sandwich i've never heard of that bro listen to me this shit is off the chain unbelievable because you do it right you dip your taco and then you turn it upwards so that the juice flows back down through the taco and it's just, it is absolutely amazing. Uh, and uh, Danielle says, Justice, Ian says there's something wrong with you. Uh, Ian, I, I don't know who you are, but I agree with you. Uh, and Nate, crab cakes, crab cakes and gravy fries all day long and twice on Sunday, baby. Maryland-style crab cakes and potted gravy fries. I'm doing this all day. We're making, Alvin, we're, I know you're getting hungry. Them dogs are getting hungry as they're hearing us uh, talk about all this food. Oh, yeah. They're going crazy, man. They're, they're, what kind of dogs you got? I have three dogs, actually. I have uh, I have one pit bull. Her name's Illy. She's five years old. She's probably I a big have, baby, isn't she? Oh, just a oh, huge man, baby. The biggest suck. Like, she's way too clingy. She's needs all the loving, gets way too jealous. Like, she's she's basically another girlfriend. Um. I have a dog that was my grandma's that passed away. So I took, I took over and uh, his name's Marty. He's a pug. Nice. And uh, man, they're the laziest damn dogs in the world. Oh man, the laziest, the cutest and like the ugliest all at once. It's, yes. It's they, the best. And all. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, I actually got a new dog about two months ago. It's it actually, she's a rescue dog. Technically she uh, was found on the side of the road in a box. Oh. And uh, yeah, I had a friend post her on Snapchat looking for a family, and I was like, "Hey, like I'm looking for a dog for my my son and my girlfriend." And yeah, okay, she's she's so cute, and I want her. So she's like, "Come over see her, like if you want her, like we'll talk about it." So I went and saw her, and man, fell in love with her. She jumped right into my arms, and uh, she was like, "She has she has uh, separation anxiety." So she's like, "She won't let you leave her. She does. She'll cry. She won't stop." Oh. and uh man sweetest dog like i can't believe someone left that little thing on the side of the road she i i'm not exactly sure what she is she's a black lab and i'm assuming terrier 
Um, but most just a, stuck, bro. Yeah, man, just a beautiful dog. So we named her Nova after the vehicle. Oh. And uh, man, just beautiful dog. And my pit bull is a very jealous dog. Hates dog, hates other dogs that come around. Um, fell in love with this little dog and their best friends. They play all day. That's awesome, bro. Yeah, we, lost, we lost our feet. We lost our Phoebe. Now it's been about six or seven months ago. She was 13 or 14 years old. God, no, she's 14 because my son's 13. So she was 14 and she was a uh, American bulldog and plot hound. And okay. plot hounds are they're they're a hunting dog, but loved her to death. But she was she was so simple in the head. She was this as soon as she got on a scent, she was gone. <laughs> and the only time way you could get her back is pulling up the car next to her. Oh, and okay. like, what are you doing? Get in the car. And then she would jump back in the car and be like, Hey, where are we going? Back to the damn house where we belong at. Yeah. No, we live on almost three acres and, and she would just wander away. That's that's a good softy. I, I agree. So let me get back to these ice for a minute because I, I can drift away. Uh so <laughs> them dogs are all, all they're going crazy. Yeah. So so the next ice wars is when? March fourth, twenty twenty three. So March fourth, we can see the next ice wars. That's a Saturday. Yep. I'm doing the math right in my head. Uh, so that's a Saturday. Uh, you're fighting on that one. Can I find it on just basic pay per view? Do I need it? You can watch it on the app Fight TV, either on your smart TV. You can watch it on your phone. Um, basically, any app that can get Fight TV. So Fight um, TV, it's called? Yeah. Or Fight, I guess, F-I-T-E. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so you just order it on there. TV, not like F-I-G-H-T? Yeah, it's F-I-T-E. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you order it. It's 20 I believe it's $20. And uh, it's $20 well spent. Absolutely. Um, How many fights total? Oh, I believe the first one was a little less than the second one. But I mean, like how many people are fighting total? That's what I mean. I believe oh. the first was a bit was a bit more. There was a couple there was a couple less fighters than the second one. And the second one, they put more fighters. Um, I'm not too sure how this one's going yet. The details will be out, I believe, in the next few weeks. OK, um, basically well, once you the details, post them on, the, on our page, please. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. So March 4th. It's Saturday. I go. I, I last fight, last event. I went to Alberta for the full fight week from the Sunday till the Sunday, um, like a normal fighter would do. It was different than I did the first event. The first event I flew out on the Friday, I believe. And uh, yeah, it was a lot better actually. I had a lot more time to set up and get ready and get my mindset off of family time and. Uh, away from just doing any time, but any type of work at home, I was just kind of locked in and ready to go. My team came with me for the full week. So, uh, yeah, man, they kept me in line. They, I had to keep on a strict diet. Uh, yeah, we were training three times a day. And, uh, even out there, it was crazy. Even fight week, I was like, Hey, we're going to train three times a day until Thursday. And then Thursday we can do some light work and, Right, you don't want to be burnt. You don't want to be completely burned out by the time Saturday gets there. Exactly. So then we did. Yeah, they kept me in line. Uh, man, it was like they'd send. They would all go to bed at, early at the same time, so that like I actually would go to bed. And uh, <laughs> man, my team was crazy. They were all locked in and dialed. It was it was good fight week. That's awesome, man. I I I'm gonna tell you. I I want to definitely stay up with you and stay in contact because I want to make sure that 
uh, I checked that out. March March fourth, Fight TV, F I T E TV, uh, Ice Wars International because it is international. The first two were in Canada, now we're coming to the states in Wyoming. Uh, so it's definitely international. Uh, I'm curious because we're gonna get ready to put a bow on this thing here in a moment. Have you ever watched Crashed Ice? That's my favorite. I love. Crashed no. Ice. Oh yeah, the skating with the Red Bull. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I did actually. That I used to, like so. That's actually a good. That's a good way to look at this. Um, I used to, even with this one, I kind of just jokingly entered it. Like I just kind of jokingly like submitted my stuff and like my application, and uh, I always jokingly do that with stupid events like that. Like even Crash Ice, I would send my stuff in. I'd be like, "Oh, sign me. You won't regret it. Like you won't regret it. Like whatever." You won't regret um, it because in the middle of the first turn, I'm fighting the guy and whooping his I'm, ass. Yeah, I'm gonna grab him and stop him right there and fight him. And, uh, yeah, I, I've done that for, man, everything, like UFC, like any type of fighting organization that was professional, I would always, like, sign up. And not jokingly, because if they gave me the offer, I was going to do it. And I believe that I would kick ass no matter what. Um, but, yeah, I always did that. And I would always send it to people to, make, to show them this is what I, like, it's funny. Like, it was, yeah. Um, and this just happened to kick in and actually work and shit they took a chance on me that's awesome well, you got a merch line too don't you yeah this will be my second drop coming up actually i did one for the second event i believe and um maybe the maybe it was the first event and uh yeah i made shirts and sweater and that was basically it. i had i designed i designed everything myself so far and uh basically i sent it into a distributor they said they could make it I was like, okay, I'll pay this much. Send me the quantity and I'll sell them. So I, I had a lot of fans actually pre-order everything. So I was like, if you guys oh. have any money, I can guarantee your size. I can guarantee you guys to get your exact stuff. So I had a lot of people pre-order. And uh, yeah, man, I sold I sold both merch. I, I sold the first merch line and it sold so fast that I had to do, drop it again. So I did it again right before my second event. And I sold out like within a day and uh yeah so this time i decided to change up the whole design and make the shirts the ones that were shirts hoodies hoodies are just done now for that one so i've made different designs for the hoodies um and i'm just doing designs that like i personally would wear like i'm gonna be rocking all my own merch all the time and uh look bro like you can't like i I guess i can probably here look i do the same thing yeah um Yeah, so my second design, I've actually designed all my own merch so far. Even for the second for the second drop, I just about to do. Um, but for my fight shirts for my second event, I had a I had a guy reach out to me. His name's Andrew Dibble. Dibs is uh, supposed to be here. Is my normal co-host Dibs, and uh, he uh, actually made me my fight shirts for my team to wear at Dice Wars too. And uh, I'm hoping I can do a collab with him for this next drop. And he kind of distributes everything for me. And he's going to make a few more designs, I hope. And uh, kind of talented. He kind of knows what he's doing. Man, he's crazy. Like, I I, I did all my own mock-ups for this design, too. And uh, a day later, he sent me a few mock-ups. And he just made my mock-ups look like ass. Well, that's kind of what he does. Like, I, I do, like, I do all my posts. And then... If I get busy, I'm like, hey, Dibs, can you throw one? And then he sends me something 10 minutes later. I'm like, I hate your soul because you do this with such ease. He's like, what, man? What? I mean, just, I'm like, 
I spent three hours to create that one. Oh, I asked yeah. you something and 10 minutes later. It's here. And I'm like, and you're like, yeah, it's kind of garbage, but here you go. I'm like, Dude, that's fucking a thousand times better. What I did. And he's crazy at what he does. So that's, that's the big reason I plan to go with him. Cause he, man, he just has a vision for that stuff. Even my fight shirts for my last event. It, I, I didn't give him any kind of criteria of what I wanted. He just made it up and it was like, perfect and i was like yep. send me that That's and it. he's and he made sure it worked he sent it straight to knock for me he uh made sure it got sent he made sure it got delivered he made sure i picked it up like everything he was man he's crazy at his job he, he is a talent with that well, we're gonna close the bar up here folks uh for those of you that are just joining us just finding us thank you so much it is greatly appreciated for all smokes family that joined us Thank you so much. Mother Angie, thank you so much for doing that for us. I cannot say uh, how much I appreciate it. Nate, you also uh, plan to kick your ass on fantasy football again. But, Nate, thank you so much for uh, jumping on and coming on. As uh, my, man, my man might be able to whoop your ass, but he couldn't whoop, whoop a cell phone today. Yeah, it, apparently. It was wearing him. Go ahead, do you, go ahead and shotgun that one. Look, he's going to shotgun one more for us. Look at that, you know. I don't know who shotguns Apple. It's just a weird thing. Like, if uh, if Happy Dad wants to send me some stuff, Happy Dad, what's it called? It's called Happy Dad Seltzer. Okay, haven't heard of that one. It's uh, it's actually from the states. So then the Nelk Boys or Full Send, um, they made the seltzer, and it's the best seltzer you'll ever taste. So, it goes goes down like water, but it tastes unreal. Right. You guys go find Happy Dad. Find find justice. Sending, sending some seltzer uh, across the border. Ship it across the border, like, like smuggling or something like that. So if, you, if if you if you found uh, justice through us, make sure you take a moment, give us a, a like, follow, share on, on social media that you're on. Big one is is if going on to whatever platform you listen to a podcast on, whether it be Apple, whether it be Spotify, that five star rating and a and a nice comment about this, you have no idea the difference it makes. This goes up, more people see this, more people see justice, more people know about Ice Wars. That is how Apple does it. That is how they get all this out and about. That's how Facebook does it. The more they get out there, the better that it is for all of us. So please do that. Um, we also remember, we got March 4th, get that Fight TV app, F-I-T-E TV app, 20 bucks. You can't beat that. It's a hell of a lot cheaper than watching UFC or something like that. You can watch uh, Smoke put put on a smoke show. Look at that smoke in the show. Uh, laying out the haymakers and, and laying down some justice. I finally, it took me a minute. I've got it. I, I, I figured it out. Think about it for a second. Laying down the justice, putting down the haymakers and making a smoke show. Justice Smoke. Look at that. It took me a moment. I got it. <laughs> but uh, make sure you're, you're checking them out. And if you're around and you can check us out next week, uh, we have Mother Justice coming on next week. Uh, so mother justice, for those of you who don't know, uh, we're big, we always push, uh, I am a big advocate for the wrongly, wrongly accused and in prison. So Dor Doreen, uh, her son in New York city, uh, just give everybody kind of a heads up of what this will be. So her son was wrongly accused, sent to jail for being, for claiming that he was the head of a gang that requested a hit be put on somebody. Uh, even the person who said that he did it ended up recanting what they said, the whole nine yards, and uh, goes as far as Doreen even had an did an article for Vanity Fair where she 
found that the jurors to uh, have committed perjury. So make sure you join us next week, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Justice, where did you go? Did we lose Justice again? I hope we didn't lose Justice again. Justice, where did you go, bud? Oh, that working? Yeah, I can hear you. So at least, at least we got sound for a moment. So uh, make sure you join us next week, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Get all the followers. You can check out uh, Doreen's story. Uh, your parent. This story will break your heart. So, Justice, do not log, after, out, log off after this. We got to talk for a moment. Uh, okay. Uh, but one of the big uh, – come on, computer. But as we do on every episode, the guest gets the final word. So what's the final word? Final word is tune in March 4th, 2023, for me to make another KO. Alrighty, folks. Be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.